0: Welcome to Brain Stuff from How Stuff Works. Hey everyone, I'm Christian, and you, you stink. I mean, don't take it personally. Pretty much everyone stinks, and pretty much everybody sweats too. There's nothing inherently wrong with these natural body processes, but in modern society, we don't want to be at the whim of evolution. Who wants to spend all summer covered in sweat stains or show up at a job interview looking like you ran two miles to get there? Sweat can affect the way other people view you. A study conducted by the International Hyperhidrosis Society explored the social stigma of sweat with 66% of respondents claiming that visible sweat made them think a person was nervous, while 49% believed those showing excessive sweat to be overweight. If you want to avoid excessive sweating, or if you're a naturally heavy sweater, then you probably need an antiperspirant. It's pretty amazing stuff. You just take a quick roll and boom, your sweat problem is solved. But what is this stuff, and how does it actually work? Well, first, we have to make a distinction between deodorant and antiperspirant. Deodorant targets bacteria under your armpits, making the skin there too salty or acidic to support bacteria responsible for your body odor antiperspirants can cut down on body odor too but they're primarily made to keep you from sweating you have two types of sweat glands all over your skin and they're most concentrated in your underarms the e glands are the most numerous they kick in to cool you off when you're hot so when you're exposed to heat Physical exertion, stress, or nervousness, these sweat glands are stimulated. The cells secrete a fluid that travels from the coiled portion of the gland up through the straight duct and out onto the surface of our skin. These ecrine glands excrete water and salt and for the record have nothing to do with your body odor the apocrine glands on the other hand those carry secretions of fats and proteins along with your sweat once this hits the exterior surface of your skin Those fats and proteins react with bacteria to create odors. Antiperspirants have an active ingredient that gives them sweat-blocking power. Typically, it's an aluminum-based compound like aluminum chloride or aluminum chlorohydrate. When this ingredient gets into the duct leading to each sweat gland, the aluminum ions enter the cells lining the ecrine gland ducts. As the ions enter, water passes into the cells with them. As more water enters, the cells around the duct begin to swell. These cells can swell enough to squeeze the ducts closed. At that point, sweat can't get out, and you're staying free for a while. Each cell can only draw in a certain amount of water, so eventually the concentrations of water outside and inside the cells reach equilibrium. When this happens, the water inside the cell begins to pass back out of the cell through osmosis, and the cell's swelling goes down. This is why people have to reapply antiperspirant. An average over-the-counter antiperspirant might have an active ingredient concentration of 15 to 20 percent. If you've got a real sweating problem, doctors can prescribe much stronger products for you. But will you want to take them? You see, antiperspirants aren't perfect some studies have claimed a link between breast cancer and antiperspirants although for now that link remains inconclusive there's another concern too people without fully functioning kidneys should be wary of using antiperspirant in the u.s the food and drug administration requires a warning label on all antiperspirants stating that people with kidney disease should consult a doctor before using them if you're not comfortable using antiperspirant then hey no worries just go for an aluminum free deodorant it won't stop the sweat but it will knock out that odor